As the noon hour draws near, our friends endeavor to get a better feel for the people they are traveling with while waiting eagerly for confirmation on where exactly the first leg of this mission will take them. The robot point of contact informs them that the navigation device will be updated once the package has been brought on board. Questions still linger, as do suspicions, as the party does their best to prepare for the unknown. Even in a place as meticulously bureaucratic as the Federation, plans can go rather awry, especially when there are outside forces tugging the strings. Thank you again for continuing to stick with us on this journey through the stars, and I hope you enjoy some of the exciting twists and turns that still wait in store for you. A journey like this is one that should never be taken alone, so we are forever grateful that you decided to join us aboard the Opal Star. Would you say that Ferda is too far away for mental missive? What's the radius on that? I'm fairly certain everyone on the ship is within range of mental missive. Range 120 feet. Yeah, so everybody within the ship. If you were flat against the one wall and Ferda was flat against the wall on the opposite side, the log ways, it might be a little too far, but yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember the range. I could mainly remember, like, the one feet of common metal or wood, like, blocking it. I mean, it might be, like, a little fuzzy, yeah. but it's... You can still communicate just fine. Okay. Then I tell her what I find, including the navigation device that I found last night. That sounds uh, about right for this. A lot of suspicious stuff. I left it on for now in case... So they don't get suspicious in case something ha needs to happen. Yeah. If you get a chance to be uh, shown around the bridge, you might be able to accidentally your way into them, them showing you the area where that tracker is. And then you could might be able to point out the tracker and ask what that's doing there. At this point, you hear something from the door. It's like, wait, oh, wonderful. That's how they're feeding us directions. <laughs> I will chuckle and say, if anything, it'll <laughs> at least get everybody on the same page about what's going on here. Uh, sure. And could you send me a copy of that dictionary? I want to incorporate elements of that into my uh, next design. No problem. I can't think of anything else to do right now. So I guess I maybe go back up to sort of the mess area and look around the helm and just sort of be in the background for right now. Yeah, you can sit and work on your jewelry because I'm imagining by now Captain Shadow's done showing him everything. She's like, well, do you have any questions? Do you, I'm afraid I can't let you fly this thing. Navigation's locked except for in case of emergencies. Do you have any questions? Anything else you'd like to know about? No, Captain. Thank you. Welcome. Perhaps if they allow me to have you stick around, I can... Can you try your hand at flying? It'd be quite fun. If you say so. As long as you're not in the middle of an asteroid field, it's really hard to hit things out here. That seems logical, Captain. Mm. Maybe a little too much Spock there. <laughs> That's fine. You can never have too much Spock. We need something, because... Son of the AI is not super communicative. <laughs> no. Okay, so, right. I did figure out which proficiency I wanted okay. for Anima. The tool proficiency that you get for being a hmm? fashion forged. I decided I wanted the working tools. Because my, and my, like, logic out for that is that sometimes on guard duty, that include they would, like, 
over and be like, make me something. Okay. Anima knows how to cook. Yes. Does Anima enjoy cooking? As much as Anima enjoys anything. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we will make you love things. Yeah. I guess the question is, does Anima enjoy? Period. That's it. Does Anima enjoy? Get there. <laughs> Maybe eventually. We have to get her to understand what enjoy means. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a mood. I'll say that Anima felt satisfaction when she made something people not appreciated because a lot of the people that were like that were like, like, turn up your nose, Snobby. not great people. Snobby, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. But if they didn't like immediately throw it back at her, that was satisfying okay. enough. I was gonna say, it's probably about noon. It's like, oh, let's track of time there for a bit. It's... Is anyone hungry for lunch? I can fix sure. something. That sounds good with me. Captain, yes? you said something about lunchtime earlier, uh, about maybe being able to narrow down our treachery. Uh, if you would rather do that, would you let me take care of the meal? Do you mind? Do not, Captain. Our alley is fairly straightforward, average stuff that you would find. If you have any questions or need any help, just let one of us know. We should be able to figure out where we're going soon. As you mentioned it being noon, the information showing up, so it perks up a little bit and then just walks over to the navigation display. It'll be out in just a few minutes. That's the alarm emoji of noticing something. So as Shadow and Son huddle around the navigation display as you walk out to the little galley which has standard stuff. Imagine like while they're figuring out where we're going, you fix a nice little simple meal. I don't know if you want to make it fancy or not. No, it's going to be simple. Anima doesn't care that much. That sounds rude, but like, you know. Anima doesn't know what caring about the work that they're doing in that sense uh, is. Anima doesn't realize the beauty of tasting really good. Yeah. I do think it would be hilarious if she came out with one of those five-star Michelin dinner dishes with the like little tiny meal in the middle that's like one bite and like the whole plate is decorated with little <laughs> things. Like took, took, took extremely mundane things and like this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's worked with quite that high up before, but you know, it's maybe she can learn the art of tiny food. <laughs> oh, they were mostly small name big ego types. There you go. <laughs> and so while she's cooking, y'all can hear Shadow and Soda muttering back and forth. Do I overhear anything? Roll perception. They're not necessarily trying to be sneaky. It's just they're just working things out between them. It's not great. Uh, perception. It is a 10. Don't mind me. I was just playing D&D without dice. Uh, okay. Rolling... For shame. Also, this is Espergenesis. It's different. Oh. Oh, <laughs> forgive me. Uh, 17? Some of it's the language you heard earlier, some of it's in common, but it just sounds like, they're like, okay, so they mentioned different planetoids, and it's like, yeah, I think it's probably this one also. They mentioned some different names and designations for planetoids, and it's like, oh, there's, there's not much there. It's probably this one, or like... And just, just kind of like going back and forth for a bit, and like after a few minutes, Shadow comes out first, and I'm following behind her as well. I'm sure I know where we're going, and now I can tell you a little bit more about at least to expect when we get there, I hope. Should we talk over food? Sure. I imagine it's been long enough for Anima to fix whatever it is that she's fixing. Yep. I imagine she's kind of like bag and cheese or something. Yeah, something easy. I buy mac and cheese. <laughs> Space cheese. Cheese. 
my. <laughs> Macaroni but how do the space cheese, cows yes, work? Are they space goats? How would the milking process go? I would imagine something similar. I don't think milking processes vary that much. I mean, but doesn't it require gravity? Oh, it requires force. <laughs> <laughs> this is from someone who has, in fact, milked a goat before. Okay, that's I mean, a derailment. Were you no. Squeezing for the liquid to actually go I, I, out where you want it. When, okay. You gotta put something on okay, it to yeah. catch it, right. and okay, then you fine. need to squeeze. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Food. <laughs> so Shadow sits down, she's like, okay, looks like we're... I do believe we're going to Krillia 3. It's the only Federation operation around here. At least close enough to where we could get there in the amount of time it says we're supposed to get there. I don't assume they would send us to just an unoccupied planet that would be inconvenient for them. The operation there is really small. It's just manned by like two or three people. We might have a guard there, and it's just the planet has a natural gas. It can be converted into good fuel, so I don't have it on the planet, so they're draining it of everything it's got. Have you been to this planet before in your monitoring of this sector? Was this one of the outposts you mentioned earlier? They've had me monitor it once before for a couple of days while the original monitor ship was pulled off for some sort of repairs. I think it got hit by some space debris, but it's a small operation. So there's another ship right now monitoring it? I would assume so. We've Some ships can monitor from farther away, so showing up on radar, but that could just be because they're off checking on something in one of the other outposts. Do you have any knowledge of this? You said that, I'm guessing they're another mining operation. They're only mining the natural gas, nothing else? As far as I know, with how clandestine this whole thing is being, well, we're picking up probably isn't from there. Probably been shuffled around a couple different destinations, and I don't know if where we're taking it's where it's supposed to go, or just the next stop. Find out when we get the coordinates. Heard from our lovely robot pal message this morning. The device that they implanted on my ship will set to fade in the new set of coordinates once we have whatever the package is on our ship. So they will know exactly when the package comes, or would it just be when we lift off again? It uh, could be either way. Well, whoever's delivering it, once they see us leave, they'll communicate and the device will take over once more. It didn't take over until we left from the atmosphere of the planet we started on, so... Alright. I think they've probably learned the hard way. It's better to let the captain pilot their own ship out of atmosphere before taking it over. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like something important. Still not a big fan of something else piloting my ship, but especially small hunk of metal. Hopefully this whole thing will be over soon, and we can continue on about our lives. Mm -hmm. So, would all of us be going on the planet, or would uh, Sona be staying here, and we go, and the four of us go, or how do we plan on having this work? The instructions also told me to remain on the ship. I'll send Sona out with you if you would prefer. She's very useful in a fight, and a surprisingly good medic. Just in case something happens, because if with mining operations, sometimes things can go a little haywire, but... Hopefully this will be simple. And they requested that you specifically stay with the ship while we retrieve this. It's typical procedure, at least what they're finding I do. 
Usually I bend the rules a little bit and let Sona keep an eye on the ship while I go and do the dealing myself, but... Okay, alright. Being very picky with this one. Anyone else have any questions or concerns? Not really. Are you expecting combat? I would hope not, but sometimes things happen. Federation doesn't like this being talked about, but there are some few who live on the Outer Rim that get a little pesty. Are we by the Outer Rim? Close to it. As far as I know, there's no occupied planets nearby. Some that can hold life, but shouldn't run into any issues, and I'll be monitoring things and monitoring communications from here. During this day, Farida's been working on some flowery, bright special effects that are like kind of a green and yellow thingamajig going on. The moment that the question of do you expect combat comes up, and she gets that really non-committal answer, she like closes all of that flowery garbage and pulls up something that's like black and purple and has weirdly disintegrating grays as part of the effect. <laughs> like, duly noted, taking uh, that into account for my aesthetic. That is quite the style you have there. Ah, yes, it's fun to uh, change it up every once Fair enough. Hopefully it won't be necessary. As I said, I'll be keeping an eye on all external communications. Hopefully, but judging by the one thing everybody here has in common, I would assume there's going to be something. What is this one thing? We are all probably good at a fight. Yeah, that's true. We should be arriving within the next three or four, maybe five hours. Sounds good. Until then, I've pulled up some information if you would like to more yourself, Federation records, anything I've personally monitored. Didn't monitor them for that long, but I can show you anything you might want to know about the base. I would like to take a look at that. Likewise. Sona, do you mind going in and getting that for me? Yes, Captain. Sona just walks off and goes down the ladder. If there's anything y'all would like to do within the next, you know, couple of hours while we're waiting, you can read up on Corellia 3. Not a whole lot of note to it, because that natural gas, pretty safe and sturdy operation because there have been other small planetoids that had similar deposits and they did not have the best safety measures so things went boom so even if there's fire it's really hard to make it explode now they've definitely increased safety measures and the operation's been around a couple years i take note of that and switch over from purple to red that's <laughs> manned by at most usually like three scientists like maybe a guard all right how often do they get visitors They'll trade out guard every once in a while, send people in to bring in supplies of food every month or so. And when was the last time they received a visitor? Uh, probably been a couple weeks since they got their last food shipment. Okay, so they're probably expecting something to be delivered. Oh, wait a second. If it's been a couple weeks, then whatever it is that we're picking up has been there for a hot second. Unless it wasn't dropped there by whoever dropped off the food. This is not incorrect, but uh, I'm looking for all travel. Or as much travel as they would have information uh, access to. I don't have any details on recent ones, just because like that information isn't always available to just anyone, because there's not really a reason you would need it. You can like look at the layout of what the base looks like. I'd probably also look at that. Yeah. I would take note of the number of people that are supposed to be there, and then the size of the base of what is known, and then. I'd like to roll something to figure out if 
anything on the map that I'm looking at looks like it could be the opening to secret passageways and things like that. I know it won't be labeled secret passageway, but a hallway that looks like it should keep on going but ends in an architecturally illogical place or a room or like within the series of rooms, a unexplained empty spot where there's probably supposed to be a room, but all the doors have been sealed off and there's a secret entrance to it. Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, that sounds fun. Your DM did not make a map of this. You've got a processing station where they process in the gas ready for transport. You have a shuttle bay where people can like, do drop-offs and pickups of like drop-off supplies. Pick up the latest batch of the contained processed gas. You have this small little lab where they can experiment on things and better monitor things and play around with different ways to refine the gas and see if there's anything else valuable on the planet. There's a mess hall. You've Each scientist has their own personal quarters, which is like a room and a bathroom. There's a communication room where they can reach out for help. There's a little panic room that, where they can run if everything goes sideways. Can I use my investigation to see about the hidden passageways and hidden rooms? Can I also look? Go for it. Cool. 16. 19. There's no rooms or anything that seem particularly... Um, out of place. Like there is, for a second, you do see this one hallway that looks a little strange, but then you can see the tiny marking next to it that it's like a little airlock. If the scientists want to, they can go out, collect samples, and to walk around. Alright. It, since it's smaller and it doesn't have quite, it doesn't have the same atmosphere, can't really breathe on the planet's surface. Yeah. And the gravity's a little, little lighter, so there's a little storage area where they could get heavier space boots so they don't start to float a little too much. I would guess that the, the flight suits and stuff that we have have like some kind of magnetic boot thing, right? So they don't float away? Yeah, either that or like there are some in the equipment locker. Because there is a little equipment locker, um, it's going to be right next to where the mess hall is on the Jaeger. Okay. Shadow will like show you where all of that stuff is and like any other sort of apparatuses you might need to be able to breathe and stuff like that. Would I have time to go onto the shadow net and research the planet? Yeah, if you want to. Sure, let's do that. Because I'm not entirely sure that I trust it. Although mainly that's just... Ugh, that's an 11. It's... See some people who are kind of grumbling about how they don't like the Federation stripping planets of everything that they have, but it's also not a planet people can typically live on. There's not any life on that planet, so not as upset. I have an odd question for the DM. This natural gas, was it made in the way that natural gas on Earth is made? Or should I expect that it's from something completely different? The process is different. Your DM is not 100% sure how natural gas happens. Do you want to know? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I'm just, it's just, it's a natural byproduct that a little exploration team discovered a couple of years ago, and then they realized, oh, hey, that's actually valuable and is similar to something that was produced on another planet, so that's when they set up the mining operation. Okay, because long story short, natural gas is... Okay, how do I explain? So, oil is basically the carcasses of small sea creatures. It goes down to the bottom, makes this ooze on the bottom of the ocean. That ooze gets covered, and it gets within a certain pressure and heat range. And then it slowly becomes oil. But if it goes too deep, 
then that oil will change into natural gas. So that's why I, I was don't asking. know. It's naturally occurring. And that's probably another thing the scientists are studying is like, how is this happening? What about okay. this planetoid so to see if there's a way they could sort of find others like it or maybe find a way to synthetically reproduce it as close as possible. Okay, so there wouldn't be life like somewhere. The least not that we no. know of. Or at least not anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's not much known about the history of this place. It's just like they find Puck Puck. Oh, hey, that's useful. Mining operation. Would I be able to look at the mining operation specifically? What are you looking for about the operation? I don't know. Anything that just seems out of place, I guess. It's, it's just an average mining operation. Okay, are there any names attributed to it? Ordinary scientists that are just stuck with this job and they're studying it. Anyone else have anything that they want to do before we go planet side? Aside from make our special effects terrifying. <laughs> Anima is going to look at it just long enough to familiarize herself with the layout and then ignore the map. So Anima believes this will just be a quick find the package, pick up the package, leave. Yep. Yeah, I think my internet's gone yeah. out again. Oh, we, we hear you. Now. She's basically asking, is Anima suspicious? No, literally not even a little bit. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is just something that is happening to her now. <laughs> All right. All right, Farida, you doing anything special? No, just checking the loadout, just checking everything. Basically, I'm, she would probably be assuming that she's walking into a combat situation, so she's going to prepare for that. So if there's any healing items that she could get her hands on on the ship yeah. or anything like that, she's going to... She's gonna stock up. Yeah. She's gonna double check all her spells. Probably go full kill spells on this one. Yeah. She's real untrusting of. Oh, this is just a pickup pickup order. There's no way this is just a normal pickup order. She's way too paranoid to the pickup order. Yeah, they wouldn't need this many people for that. They wouldn't need this many combatants. Yeah. To do that. So while y'all are doing that. Um... Chao's gonna, like, gesture for Sona to follow her up to the helm for a minute, and she sort of tries to subtly pull the door closer behind her. I start listening. It's in a language you don't recognize. Part of me's wondering if the Shadownet has any form of, like, Google Translate. I don't know. So there's sort of, like, whispering back and forth. I think after a certain, like, after a certain point, it switched back to the common language. Be like, are you sure about this? It's just, I'm about to take precautions. I need to reach out and let them make sure things are prepared. I don't know what's going to happen, but may not have a lot of time to react if it does. Understood? Not gonna lie, I think I would want to be once that's been going on for a bit and not to cut them off, but I'd be like hey, do you all need anything? Like guns, ammo, stuff? I can like hand you anything you need. Like <laughs> The conversation just kind of stops and how long have you been listening at the door? She says, just loud enough for you to hear. I'm not listening at the door. You're talking behind a closed door. I'm getting ready for a fight. I'm asking you if you need anything. I don't really care what you're talking about. Does that need a deception check? Nope. It's genuine. That's that's why I didn't record it. If I was trying to figure out what they were saying, I would have recorded it and shipped it over to you. Or saved it for later. Yeah. She opens the door and they both come out. like, yeah. Sorry about that. Just some... Talking about some last minute checks we may need to do. I was about to ask, does that need a deception check? <laughs> or do I need an insight check on it? You can you can insight check. Yeah, I'm gonna insight that. Because I have a plus four on insight. Oh, ha, ha. That was almost a 21, but instead it was a 7. Seems legit. Would Vi be in the room? <laughs> Sounds about right. If you want her to be, 
Yeah, I'd say after the failed attempt to research, she's back. So yeah, I'll also do an insight check. Okay. So yeah, you, you heard sort of that part of the conversation. Yeah, and talking to people behind closed doors is also just generally a little... Hmm. She's paranoid enough to want to uh, just check. Oop. That is a 13. Yeah, insight check, 13. It's a little strange that she was doing that with the door closed, but you don't feel like she's lying. Seems legit. Seems legit. Maybe a little odd, but mostly legit. And so she like, shows Yelta where the armory is and is explaining the different apparatuses and different stuff we might need. She leaves Sona up in the helm to sort of send an alert when they get within sight of Krillia 3. And I have you thought about making any attempts to contact your new acquaintance? I thought they said that they would contact me. You can also reach out and contact them if you want. Okay, I'll say found possible planet for pickup, getting close. You do that, you wait a second, and this is with Shadow's currently standing in front of you, and you get a response. What planet? Question mark. Shadow didn't tell you? No response. Uh huh. <laughs> There's a pause after you ask Shadow's. Then response is then no, thank you. Keep me updated with anything else. I'll let you know if I hear anything. So it's definitely not Shadow then. You saw her. Okay, while I was... Response was sent. You could see her hands. She was not the one sending you the message. A few minutes later, there's a moment where you just see her turn around, pull something out of her pocket really quick. And she's turned with her back to you, and then she kind of puts it back in her pocket and just kind of makes brief eye contact with you, Fi. So she suspects that it's me talking with this shadow figure. When she makes eye contact, it's not as much suspicious. It's just kind of like a... Huh, look. I don't do anything. If anyone needs me, I'm going to be in my quarters for a minute. Heads downstairs. Have fun. Is Sona still on the helm? Yeah. Turret is going to go over to the training room and practice some shots with the light pistol to make sure that, it, that she knows what she's doing. The figures you're shooting are yeah. on the wall, and the gun you have, like, it functions just like a normal gun. You're just firing not actual bullets or lasers on a tiny spaceship. Well, I'm checking if it works like a real gun. So I'd probably be firing real okay. I'm assuming that if it's a firing range, That's fair. nobody shoots blanks at firing ranges, they shoot real bullets, okay. and the firing ranges are designed to take it. Please don't punch a hole in the ship. <laughs> she would be smart enough to not try to punch a hole. Do we have real guns now? As odd as that sounds. You can get them from the equipment locker. Okay, I'll grab one. We have as many guns as people have guns on their sheets. <laughs> okay, cool. We also have like more like melee weapons. That are on our sheet? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and there's a little corner where you could have like to fight holograms, but you could have them either sort of attacking you or like training dummies. Well, since we're on approach to the planet, I'm probably not messing around with stuff that moves or programs that take time. She's probably just like, set up a dummy, fire, fire, fire. Okay, this thing works. Okay. And then walks away. Uh, Anima is also going to get her weapons and things, but not really... In anticipation of a fight, more like that's her uniform and what she's accustomed and expected to do on every other job, so that's what she does. Fight. Would you have anything sort of set up on the Shadona to be able to tell if anyone was trying to find information on you? She's definitely paranoid for that. I imagine for the jewelry one, it's a little less strange having people search you, but for some of the more clandestine ones, it... Yeah. Yeah, for definitely the ones... Yeah. Not, yeah, maybe not the jewelry one, but 
Yeah, especially the one that she goes looking for information in the shadow net. Especially, yeah. <laughs> At some point, you're going to get a brief ping that someone called a specter. That's the avatar's name, is specter. Did like a brief search for her avatar, and then, well, like that was it. it wasn't digging for any information on you. It's just looking for the avatar. What the avatar looks like. Yeah. Crap. Okay. It would have been the same avatar, the same one that you were talking with, classical not with. Okay, can I change how my avatar looks then? I mean, if you want to. I'm imagining pretty much the only one that looks like you is the one for your business. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when someone's trying to make sure that they're looking at the right handle for something. Do a brief Google search to make sure it pops up and then just kind of that's it. Kind of like that. Okay, I think I'd like to change my information. Okay, you're, you're welcome to do that. Okay, yeah. Because I don't... She doesn't like that someone's trying to search her. Alright, time to make a new account. <laughs> yeah, basically. Sort of. I mean, yes, since a lot of stuff is put up with the avatars, that seems like another way to try to figure out who that is. Even if they change their name and keep the same avatar, that's why... Are you going to poke around a bit? Yeah, I'll poke around in the incognito thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, yay! T unnat 20. Personal information is... Well, um, most people hide personal information, but one of the main things that you get from the Spectre is that they have some connection with Classical Knot. They... It's someone who is also active on the Shadow Net. They mostly... A lot of the stuff that you can tell that they've done is like responding to like distress calls and like helping people. Seems like someone who just kind of like wanders around helping people, but also like a lot of that information there's not as much available on things that the Spectre has done in the past what, 10 years. They, they've still been in like communications with people, but it doesn't look like they've responded to any sort of responded to any sort of jobs. Okay, they haven't in the past 10 years. Okay. Okay, have they been helping people, like, help responding to distressed calls recently? It doesn't look like it, but as you're searching it, you get the little ping from Classical Nine just says, Don't worry about the Spectre. They're a friend, too. Queen sighs suspiciously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, immediately she's thinking, uh, you know. I think I will respond to Classical Knot saying, expecting trouble? Question mark? Better be prepared than be wrong. Fair. Don't worry, we're keeping an eye. Hopefully explain more soon. Continue squinting. Yeah. I'm guessing Shadow updated you? Squinting intensifies. <laughs> what makes you say that? You didn't know information before. Shadow changes location and suddenly someone else is brought into this matter. And you tell me not to worry and that more will be told soon. I said not to worry about the Spectre friend. I didn't say I was worried. Fair enough. Strange things going on. Not sure the reason for some things, but hopefully we'll be more clear soon. Do you have any more information on the planet? You probably have more, but there are rumors of a, a delivery recently. No details. Better shows no knowledge of what packages. Okay. No. No. Casey oh no, that. we lost Casey. Text my internet. <laughs> no, we need to be suspicious. I didn't do anything. 
Mm-hmm. Now you know Sorry. how I feel. <laughs> now you know how I feel. Be very suspicious. Yay, back. I'm back. Talk about suspicious. Yeah, freaking internet connection. That's what's suspicious. Always. <laughs> Always suspicious. Right. I completely forgot what Okay, uh, they mentioned... Mention of a strange package delivery, but there's been no chatter on what it could be. When was the package delivered? Unsure, but was not part of regular drop-off or pickup. Come. Okay. Keep an eye out and stay safe. Alright. If you don't have anything else you would like to say and or ask, um... Not right now. I can't think of I'll anything. just sort of log off. Would you say Ferda and myself are kind of secluded? I mean, I'm going to do mental missive anyway, but... I mean, you're secluded, but I think Anima's still in the room with you. Okay. What would Anima be doing right now? Just looking at her weapons? I guess. Going through the motions, warm-up, practice fighting, that kind of stuff. Something like that. Then I mental missive Verda, try to subtly do it, and sort of explain the situation in that someone else has been brought into this. And Classical Knot told me specifically to not worry. They were a friend while I was uh, researching. Also seems suspicious. Yeah, this whole thing is suspicious. Can I roll insight to see if Farida would be suspicious of the captain and... Go for it. Ah, poop. Yeah, that's a (laughs) ten? You're a bad dice. Get away from me. (laughs) Bad bad math rock. Get out of here. (laughs) Are you just... (laughs) Like, this whole situation is strange. So you can be, like, mildly suspicious, but it's just kind of like a, I don't know who to trust. Nothing conclusive. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay, I'm going to go grab another math rock. <laughs> it's okay, the math rocks usually hate me, too. Would math rocks be igneous, sedimentary, or metamorphic? Uh, um, The really special <laughs> one <is> metamorphic. <laughs> Casey! I was about to say, usually, <laughs> assholes. That's not a rock type, but okay. <laughs> if I would say to Ferda, I'm suspicious of Shadow and Sona, but no point in making enemies. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they say that they're friends, then that's cool, but we were already friends before, so... Yeah, definitely do not trust the avatars. The Empire? Yeah. <laughs> Federation, not Empire. You keep calling it the Empire, that's not what it is. Uh, this is true. I'm trying to figure out if that's actually something that Farida is doing. That she's just calling them the Empire. As her own personal meme of, oh, they're so up and mighty thinking that they're, they're this special Federation thing. I'm just going to call them the Empire, just to screw with them. I wonder, I wonder if that's her MO. I wonder if she would actually just do that. I mean, that's fair, and I will allow that. <laughs> So if there's nothing else anyone wants to do, you will be landing on Corellia 3. I think that's it for me. I think that's it, really. Yeah. is not suspicious, I'm guessing. <laughs> no. That's okay. He is baby. When Shadow comes up from her course, she was only down there for like about 10 or 15 minutes. She's back in her uniform, which also doubles as a flight suit. As she comes up, she's like, to be there soon, Sona gave me the heads up. I'll need to take over controls for the landing, but... I guess be ready for anything? Oh yeah, I drop off most of the stuff I carry. And she holds oh, yeah. out uh, um, small communication devices like here, so we can stay in touch while you're... We know so, if anything strange happens. Alright. I'll be keeping an eye on things from out here. I hook it up to my 
PDA thing, my smartphone. Goes in your ear. I get it to connect through Bluetooth to my smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so y'all do that. Shadow goes up to the front, and if you want, like, you can watch her. She lands it just... Plane, it looks rather boring. I'll watch the flyover and try to take stock of the map that I learned earlier versus what I'm seeing, see if the information is correct. It looks the same. It's smaller than most Federation outposts, but still pretty decently sized enough to have a size processing plant. And Shadow drops y'all down in the hangar and is like, well, I guess we go in, or you go in, and see what's going on. Did anyone come out into the hangar when we landed? Not people, but they're assigned like a little robot helper sort of feeling towards you. Okay. I might get off, stretch my legs a bit. As long as I stay in the hangar, Federation shouldn't get too angry with me. She leads y'all out down the little gangway into the hangar, which the, there's like a shield behind you that deactivated and then reactivated when you went in. So, like, as Shadow walks out, the robot rolls up and is like, What is your purpose here? And by the Federation to pick up a package would like to send the alert and it does respond just kind of like backs up a little bit then turns around and sort of wheels off decent sized hangar mostly empty there's some tracks and some sign they're like it's not used heavily but it's used regularly you can see where like, there's a couple of different doors but like before you have a chance to really explore someone comes running out it's like oh here 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 for the package yes yes we are we were told someone would be here to load it um, things have not not exactly the plan. I wish you guys had gotten here sooner. What do you mean they haven't gone to plan? Package was stolen. Oh, good. They're like shaking slightly and they kind of, they look roughed up like they've been in a bit of a scuffle recently. Shadow just maybe like tits of stolen where they go. They came in from the airlocks that we used to do our searches and I don't know how they got in, but they, they came in, they took it. And then they went back out the way that they came. It wasn't that long ago. Um, knocked most of us out. I just woke up. I think everyone else is okay, but if you hurry, you might be able to catch them. Shadow just rolls her eyes and is like, Looks like we're going on a bit of a trip. We might get some combat after all. One, Ferret is going to say, called it. Two, we should definitely be sending word of this back to the people that hired us, shouldn't we? Let's wait until we figure out exactly what's going on here. We might be able to retrieve this before it gets off planet. But still, someone knew about it. Aferida is already walking in the direction of the airlock that they said, and is going to say, this is a walk and talk kind of thing. We can report it while still chasing them down. So I was just going to kind of walking beside Melina. She's like, we've both experienced how uh, communication goes on inside of the Federation. Saying that under her breath to Vilina as we as we all walk. Follow, I'm assuming everyone's following Farida. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, Shadow is just saying that to Vilina. Okay. So are we sending a message or not? She wasn't talking about in response to sending a message to the Federation. I think she was talking about like how whoever stole it might have known about it. Ah. Okay. Oh, wait a second. I'm gonna momentarily inside check the person that came up to tell us that. Go for it. Uh that's gonna be a ten. Wow. That's also a really bad math rock. Alright. <laughs> so do an insight I mean, check, if that's okay. Anima Ooh. just trusts. Uh, that's a seven. You. They look freaked out, but they're telling the truth. Can you repeat what Shadow says? Sorry. I believe you and I 
probably both familiar with how easy it is to communicate outside of the Federation. What do you mean by that? Space is a lot bigger than the Federation will ever give it credit. And there are people outside who keep an eye on things, as well as people inside who aren't exactly thrilled with how they do. I think one of the second group might tap into this package. Either way, we should get the package back before something happens. Yes, because with how secret this thing has been, it can't be anything secure to make sure whatever pirates stole it, don't use it again. And then we can figure out what to do from there. Okay. So is anyone going to send that message to the Federation? Jack pulls out her little Federation sim unit and types a quick message. Letting them know that there's been a delay and we'll update them soon. That seems vague. What do we gain by keeping it quiet from them that this has been stolen by other hands? If we can take care of it quickly, then we can continue on about our business. If we can't take care of it quickly, we can share more about what happened. And I just would really rather not deal with the bureaucracy of all the paperwork fill out. And all the questioning. They don't like it when things don't go according to plan. Well, considering they went to plan before we even arrived, I don't see how that's hardly any of our problem. You've never had to be had to answer their questions, have you? Actually, I probably have. You've never been intensely questioned before, have you? Or, well, you've never- you have no mission experience, so... Probably not the same kind of questioning. What purpose would they have in questioning us if everything that has gone wrong happened before we landed? The more time we delay in telling them that something went wrong, the more they're going to question us when they do eventually find out that there was a delay. I told them that there's a delay. Sure. Figure out if they're still on planet or not. Most pirates will be at the side of confrontation. I would like to do a mental missive to Farida. Yeah, I guess this would be- I don't know if this would be seen by Shadow. Shadow's distracted, walking with her Federation sin unit, sending some messages okay. back and forth. Cool. Then I would send mental message to Farida saying, it may be the part of her group that stole it. And that's why she's stalling. Or not. Yeah, it certainly seems peculiar. Then I'll turn back to Shadow and say, I do have another reason why you should be letting them know before we do anything, before more time passes from once we arrived. Yes? The more difficult our job is, the more they have to pay us. The goalposts have moved. We now have to go find the package instead of pick it up and deliver it. So the price has just gone up. She just like goes back to sending messages. So big day. Bureaucracy is a pain, but alright, they know that the package has gone missing, that we don't know who has it, but decently sure they're still on plan. There we go. That should do the job. So they don't take it out on the people who work here. To be fair, if their job was to guard this, they didn't do a terribly great job. I really think the Federation told them how important it was. Probably didn't even know what it was. I'm surprised if they have more than maybe one guard here. Whoever stole it would have gone for the guard first. Fair, that's what I would do. But then that also begs the question, why did the Federation use such lax protection for something so secretive? I'm assuming we've arrived at the airlock where this whole thing has started at this point of the conversation. Perhaps they were hoping no one would suspect that it would be valuable hiding it here. The best ways to move something valuable is to pretend it's not. Exactly. Seems, fishy. Seems fishy. I'm going to start investigating the airlock to see if I can figure out what direction they're heading or if I can find out anything about these people that have stolen the package. I'm going to find out what you the longer we delay, the longer it takes us to find them. That's why I'm finding. What you're allergic to do has been kind of following. It's like, do you have any sort of transport to 
get us across the planet faster. Yes, yes, this little, and he points to like a little buggy with just enough room for two people. And then it's basically not quite a golf cart, but like the gator. It's like you got the seats in the front and then like a little trunk. Do we want to split up and half of us and some people go on this, um, on the land transport and the other go with the ship since we have communicators? Ship's going to be locked down until we have the package on board, so I'll stay with the Sinsona with you. I thought you said that they couldn't control the ship until after you're out of orbit, or out of um, the atmosphere. This doesn't mean they can't lock it down until the package is ready to go. Then when mm. we have the package on board and start the launch sequence, they'll probably deactivate. That's what they did with the last time. Okay. I'll stay here. Sona will know how to drive this, and I will keep in communication. If you see, some, if you're able to catch up with them, and you think you can take them, best of luck. If not, let them leave. You can find another way. Shadow, are you also going to ask the different people here and see if you can find more information about beings there were, what weapons, things like that? I'll gather what information I can. See if I can. Yeah, where they might have come from and cops are here. I'll let you know. Alright. Travel safe. Keep me updated if anything happens. Aboard the Opal Star is an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Toiber as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. I'm Casey and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor and I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis and I am playing Vilina Sorel the Eldori. Music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what we're doing and would like to support us, please consider leaving a review or donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial.